0: hello everybody welcome to rpg cast episode 677 for the week of may 20th 2023 i'm chris bringing you this week's show i'm very late because i woke up late because i stayed up too late modding skyrim (sighs) joining me i've modded in the following josh carpenter hey there And what's your name? The hell is your name? No, you're Kelly Ryan. I know your name. I've forgotten Dalendar's name. Jason Ariola. I
1: meant Dalendar, but yeah. Yeah. I stayed up way too late watching Cocaine Bear.
0: I've forgotten Jason Ariola's name. (laughs) Jason. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Awkward.
0: (laughs) We got two people new to the guest rotation at the same time, and they've merged in my... I'm going to just say, hi, I'm sorry. I've been... Plain, you cocaine bear? You say
1: yes. I say it's uh, really watch is it good? Bear, yes. It is stupid, and it's um, if you like stupid, gory stuff, yes, it. I, I would say it's good. It's fun. Mm. It's a fun watch. It, it,
2: it's like on the level. I mean, I don't want to say birdemic bad, but kind of th- that level of schlock. That's f- funny, but ca- kind of cheesy. Uh, I want to
1: see a riff tracks of it that's what i'm yeah, waiting for no,
2: it, it begs to be riff tracked
1: i think it's one of those movies that when you would you know back in the uh, olden times you would go to the a video store time and times. all of the new releases were checked out and you're like oh, i guess i'll watch cocaine bear and then end up. Like, i that ne- No,
0: I, that was never a thing i did <laughs> oh all the good movies are out i'm gonna rent a bad movie no why I would i spend good money on a bad good. movie I
1: said new releases
0: <laughs> whatever like go get a video hey, I spent game a
1: lot of time at hastings watching movies <laughs>
0: what are you watching movies for you go there if you get video games what's wrong with you
1: well i did
2: uh, both r.i.p hastings yeah. i miss you so much <laughs> me
1: too the my hastings that's like two miles from my house is now in urgent care i'm like oh, what a world
2: <laughs> we um we used to go to hastings on saturdays before i did rpg cast because it was like a town um in a town, a couple of uh, about an hour away, and it always drove me nuts because it seemed like all their stuff was overpriced. But I, I still wanted it. And then there yeah. was the then there was the time that they wouldn't give me Dragon Quest Heroes half off because it was half off anything sixty dollars or above, and it was like fifty nine ninety nine.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, that sounds about right with Hastings.
2: And it was like okay. So
1: all um, the
0: video games are excluded, is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah,
1: pretty
2: much. Yeah, and this uh, was in the video game section. I think they were trying to get away, get rid of the like four or five collect- cataclysm collector's editions they still had lingering. <laughs> uh, I still miss them. I mean, store. just put that, was, that on sale. <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: well, what are they doing? Reason... Going out of business. Oh, all right. A... Fair enough. Yeah. yeah,
2: there's a reason why they're no longer a thing. <laughs> Stuff like that but I I still miss them like crazy. Hey, you know what I don't miss? No. Uh, Tears of of the kingdom. Why don't you miss it? You're done with it? No, not even even close. I, I just got the master sword.
0: Oh, does it break?
2: Uh, No, I think it just runs out of energy. Like in the first Uh, game.
1: So it breaks. Done. (laughs) I'm out.
2: (laughs) Um, so so oh, how
1: far in
3: are you now? So like, I'm, I'm Twenty still, hours?
2: Oh uh, <laughs> gosh, I. What does my save file say? It. You know the save file does not have a time.
3: It's Nintendo. Why would you want to know that?
1: Yeah, I mean you can always wait till your uh, till it shows up in your profile ten days later for.
2: Yeah. Whatever reason. Um, I'm still one dungeon, end, but I've been running around. Uh. Doing a bunch of shrines to get my stamina up, because in this game you have to have at least an extra wheel of stamina to be able to get the Master Sword. Um, So I went and did that. Also, spoiler alert, are oh, the Master Swords in this game.
1: <laughs> the hell you say?
2: Yeah. Um, Didn't say how you get it. It's kind of neat how you get it this time around. It's a little bit more epic. Instead of just you know getting a bunch of hearts and go pulling it going and pulling it in the uh, Korok Woods, um, but no, I mostly spent a, spent a lot of my time this week doing shrines. And trying to upgrade my armor because my um, stealth, I, I prefer the stealth set because it pretty, like, if you get it up to at least level three, it pretty much makes you, makes you invisible to most enemies, um, which is nice because you can get a sneak strike on them and, and one shot most enemies. Um,
3: there's Does it allow you to ignore encounters when you don't want to?
2: Oh, yeah, that too. That That's a plus. Because um, <laughs> enemies are tough in this game. Um, they, they hit a lot harder. They're a lot more aggressive. Uh, some of them are a lot bigger in manner. Like I don't Josh, I don't know if you, well you're still on the tutorial. I forgot. There, there's yeah. like big three headed dragons that the <laughs> description even says, you know, don't take on alone because you get uh, companion characters in this game. Um, I tried to take one of those on alone, just thinking that I could do it, and I was like, "Nope, I'm not even making a dent in this thing. I'd better just either reload my save or run away."
3: Wait, wait. Uh, So how do companion companion characters work? They're they're um, actually like attacking things and helping. Yeah,
2: yeah. So the first companion I got, and I recommend going for this one first. It comes from the uh, Rito area, and it comes from the Wind Temple, and his name is. win and he's a little Rito bird um, that flies around you and shoots things with arrows and he's got some pretty good aim because he can, he gets headshots on things pretty quick huh. um, and each companion character has a special ability and wins is a wind uh, a wind ability that basically bl- blows you quicker when you're on your glider huh. um it, it pales in comparison to the wind ability in the first game, which gave you ver- uh, vertical air. Mm. This one just gives you horizontal air. But for flying around some of the sky islands, it's a must have. Um, I haven't, I don't know what the, any of the other companions do because I'm only a little bit into the game. I think Vaughn just finished the water temple yesterday. Um, that companion is uh, Prince Sidon from the first game.
0: Mm. Better be. Yeah. I need my himbo.
2: Yeah, <laughs> um, I think he does like a water shield, is what Von told me. And I had I don't. Can, know you what the, uh,
0: Can you ride him? Can
2: you ride him? Can you ride him? No.
0: That's the one thing people wanted from the first game.
2: <laughs> C- C- Chris, this isn't. It's a not Charmado. the one thing they wanted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
2: Yeah, Vaughn says that he's on the way to do the Gerudo dungeon right now. So I imagine that... that so I'm confused. Be, you talk
0: about fighting dragons, yet all I see on YouTube is people farming scales off dragons or well, there, spikes.
2: There's, there's good ones and there's bad ones. Oh, uh, I see. The bad ones are the three-headed ones, and they will wreck your oh.
0: shit. Oh, like, uh, like Zelda 1 first dungeon boss. Okay.
2: Yeah, I nice. think they're oh, even yeah. the same name. Uh, Geewox?
0: Sure like i know the old zelda names that they made up for the manual
2: i mean a lot of the
0: gleox says von
2: yeah gleox sorry um well yeah a lot of the these are just basically old school uh zelda or zelda names like the like likes are back
0: no 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 of course i do do they take your shield
2: no they just (sighs) spit you out
0: yeah those things are von says they do take your shield
2: oh they do but prob- you, when you kill it, you get it back,
0: right? Better kill it. No, they steal enough? your crap. They steal all no. your crap. Do you have to kill it and then you get it back? Or sometimes you get it back. No, I hate. <laughs> Do you understand the trauma that like likes caused me in the first Zelda game? I had to be. I had to mature as a person before I would be wi- unscared to play Legend of Zelda One because of the like likes. I hated losing progress that much. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: No, nope, i can understand that it's traumatic no
2: no you stole my thing <laughs> i legit had trauma from uh link to the past when i was a little kid because for some reason that first game gave me nightmares and i had such bad nightmares one night when borrowing it from a neighbor kid that i uh didn't sleep all night and had to stay home from school
1: was there anything in particular that scared you or is it just the whole thing?
2: I think that opening dungeon where you were going through, where you were rescuing Princess Ellen going through the sewers somehow got in my head. Okay. Because I was convinced my mom got kidnapped and I was trying to go through the sewers and save her and I couldn't find her. And it was just, I w- woke up like completely freaked out. I couldn't sleep for the rest of the night. I was crying and yeah no. and as a side effect my parents were like you're gonna give that game back to the neighbors and you're never gonna play it again and then when i bought it found it again at like 15 they were like are you sure that game's not gonna give you nightmares I'm like guys i was a little kid back then and,
1: very
2: <laughs> got and then freaked i played out it and for- got nightmares i b- got freaked out very easily <laughs> But put it this way: When I was a little kid, I couldn't watch Ghostbusters because it freaked me out so bad.
1: Yeah, Ghostbusters too. The, the painting freaked me out. I was a I was a chicken shit as a child.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I was too. And then eventually, you know, at around ten, you kind of grow a spine. So,
1: no, oh, I was I was probably fifteen. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Uh, when, yeah. I, when I saw Jurassic Park in the theaters, I was 100% convinced that of out of everywhere in the world, it was going to come to my little suburb of Albuquerque, and my house specifically, and the T-Rex is going to rip up the roof and eat me.
0: <laughs> so you can get special weapons from these gleox but then they break just like everything else? Delightful.
2: I imagine so. Yeah,
1: yeah, delightful, isn't it? So then you just don't use them. That's the, that's a solution, that's Chris. That's great, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Or you just,
2: you know, wait till a blood moon and go kill them again.
0: And you just farm Ooh, them yeah, all. Sounds Over great. <laughs> and over and over and over and over until the like, like,
2: steal it. I mean, that's that's basically what I did with the Lionel's. Lionel! <laughs> the, the Lionel's, the, the one enemy that should have a boss meter that doesn't. Mm hmm. Because they will also wreck your shit.
0: Yeah, you get um, good at them.
2: And uh, then. You see one in the un- the underground area that uh, is gloom filled that will t- take away your maximum hearts, and uh, I-, I was like, okay, I'm warping out of here. I am not at any sort of level to take this on right now. Oh, but I-, I am still loving this game th- thus far, even even if both Vaughn and I are kind of annoyed that they didn't really address any issue. And in some cases, they made, made issues worse, like uh-huh. the, uh, weapon breaking stuff. Yes.
1: Oh, yes. I, I realize there's an in-canon reason for it, but it is incredibly frustrating. In-canon but also, reason. unfortunately, yeah, I know. I know Zelda canon's a joke, <laughs> but um, yeah, unfortunately, like with as well as this is sold and Breath of the Wild sold, I think they're just going to be like, oh, yeah, we don't need to learn any lessons. We're doing just fine, obviously.
2: Yeah, I... I... I see that, and, and uh, it came out this week that they sold 10 million copies within three days.
1: Yeah, yeah, they um, sold more than, I think, A Link to the Past did, period.
2: Um, Fastest-selling Zelda game of all time. Yeah. Uh, so so that they're not taking a wash on this game anytime soon. <laughs>
1: uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Uh, unfortunately, I feel like our voices' it, complaints are just kind of being drowned out by the sales, so it's just kind of like, oh, okay, well, here we go. It's kind of like Pokemon, where everyone's like, look at this new Pokemon game, it looks like
2: garbage, I'm never going to play
1: this, and it sells more than every other Pokemon game before it.
2: Yeah. And, I mean, even if it looks like garbage, I I played about 200 hours of that, and I had a lot of fun, Mm -hmm. despite the fact that the frame rate looked like a slideshow.
1: Yeah, but so And the textures looked like early PS2, as did the pop-in. Yeah. As a Pokemon apologist, most of the time, I... I I actually checked out of, um, which one was I playing? Uh, Scarlet. Yeah, I kind of checked out of Scarlet because I was like, this game is just so rough. I can't do this.
2: Something about that monster collecting, man, that just (laughs) dopamine hit all the way through.
1: Mm -hmm. No, I get that. I I, I love Pokemon, but I don't know. Also, like this generation, I just didn't just I didn't connect with any of the Pokemon. Like, I was just kind of like, oh, these are okay. So.
2: Yeah, I thought this generation was some of the weakest designs that they've done since Black and White.
1: (laughs) Oh, thank you. Somebody else who doesn't like the Pokemon in Black and White? Oh, God, I feel like I'm the minority most of the time with that. Black and White's (laughs) the best in the series. Okay, you clearly have only played Black and White, but all right.
2: Oh, I've I've said this before that they... tried to essentially reboot the series with black and white
4: mm-hmm. and
2: because of it a lot of the designs are very samey from pokemon that we've had many times before
4: yeah. um
2: so if, if you've been a fan of the series for forever then it they, they kind of all are the same um or have equivalents from the original series and and Granted that that game has a very excellent story compared to other Pokemon games, but I just find that a lot of the designs are weak. Um, that I mean, yeah. that being said, two of my favorite ones from that generation are uh, the two cat ones. Oh, no, uh, Perloon and Liperd. Um, I, I bought a couple of the sitting cuties or the plushes from uh, that that generation, Perloon and Liperd, and the. Joltik, the little electric spider. Um, People like that one. That one sold out almost instantly. Hmm. And uh, Doable, the little, oh gosh, what is it? Uh, A hermit crab with a uh, block of sand on its back. That one's adorable. Oh,
1: yeah, that is a cute one.
2: I mean, they do have some cute designs in that generation, but a lot of them, like the ice cream, just don't. Resonate with
1: me. Gee, I can't understand why you don't know, like a floating thing of ice cream that just turns into more scoops of ice cream and then a double cone,
2: uh, or the one that's basically three gears.
1: Yeah, yeah, clink, clank, and clunk. I don't know what the last one is.
0: Um, how do we rune or something? Or... I don't know. Yeah, how do we go to Zelda to Pokemon Nintendo
1: points? Basically, <laughs>
2: yeah, Nintendo, Nintendo not learning Nintendo... their
1: lesson. Yeah, well, I mean, Nintendo not Pokemon isn't lesson, Nintendo. We don't need to learn.
0: Surprise! Uh,
2: Pokemon is Nintendo adjacent.
0: Yeah, Paris. but it's not Nintendo's development teams. It's Game Freak.
2: No, but they still have a lot of influence on release dates,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which is why Pokemon is the annual series.
1: Mm-hmm. Which, um Kelly, I really appreciate that uh, last week you you said as they shit them out every year.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it
1: really does feel like that at some point. Like I appreciated that after um, Sword and Shield they just did some DLC and took a little time to work mm-hmm. on something else. But then they put out Arceus and then like six months later or eight months later, put out Scarlet and Violet. It's like, Oh, why does this run worse than Arceus? Okay.
2: And, and what really sucks is that it, we was convinced that Arceus was going to be terrible. And uh, Scarlet and Violet was going to be the great one. And it was the other way around. Yeah. They, they, I agree. People loved People loved Arceus and completely hated Scar- Scarlet and Violet.
1: <laughs> yeah, a buddy of mine who's like super into Pokemon um, like I am, he actually hated Arceus and loved Violet or Scarlet or whichever one he got. I was like, okay, we are on complete opposite ends of this thing. I, yeah.
4: <laughs> I mean,
2: that being said, I'm still probably going to buy the DLC because oh, I had fun fun with my time. And...
1: I will too, probably, just because I'm a <laughs> sucker. I wonder if they patched it enough that it doesn't look like a really bad version of Dark Cloud when you're playing it.
2: You know, I don't know. I haven't booted it up in a while. Yeah. Um, because they they put in a lot of those, uh, a lot of those raid fights with some of the, some of, the, um, what am I trying to say? They put a lot of Pokemon that aren't normally in that game. Like this week, I think they had a chess fight fight, mm-hmm. X and Y that you could get. And they put in some special of the paradox Pokemon, um several times, but those fights are so hard that I did one of them and I was like, okay I'm not nearly expert enough to play this, or to do these fights, and it's really hard to get a group where you can have good players carry you. Yeah. So Oh yeah,
1: I'm here's just, the Trojan horse
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna wait for the DLC. I'm curious about the DLC. Oh, yeah, Chris brought up the Trojan horse
3: The the important question, Kelly, is have you been torturing Kurox?
2: um i have strapped some of them to rockets and launched them into this space just because i wanted to or rather i thought that that would be the quickest way to get them to their destination
1: (laughs) have you (laughs) crucified any of them no okay uh, (laughs) what are you waiting for
2: (laughs) I, i am not that cruel
1: uh
0: have you barbecued
1: them
2: I've also, but been no, they you...
1: die for your sins. Like, um, mm-hmm. oh, God, what's what's the character? I'm trying uh, to blank. Choo choo, choo choo. There you go. Oh,
2: okay. yeah,
1: choo choo died for your sins. So make make a korok die for your sins.
2: See, I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to figure out how to gather up every single loose one in the game, oh, gosh. and then put them in, a, stick them in a pile, and then do a bonfire.
0: Make a katamari <laughs> out of them. <laughs>
2: But no, most of the time when I see those ones that need to reunite with their friend, I just run right by them because I'm in the middle of doing something else and I don't feel like dealing connecting with them. them. Yeah, dealing with them. I'm not really on a Korok seed hunt right now. I'm more on a shrine hunt. Um, though I think you I'm going yeah, to start doing some of the dungeons just so that I can get my posse together and wipe out some of those uh, Gleogs um plus i just got plus i just got the master sword yeah i i don't have the patience or the creativity to build some of these things that people have been building
1: i barely have the patience or creativity to get through some of the shrines
3: (laughs) it's it it, it, i I have to admit it's just amazing that all the different things that people are building in this game yeah yeah
2: I, i will say i do like the shrine puzzles a lot better in this game um, I feel like they're kind of centered around a theme, and it's and once you pick up on that theme, you can get through them pretty easily.
4: Mm-hmm. Although,
2: g- guys, if you're listening and doing a puzzle right now, remember, you have Ascend. You can go through ceilings. Um, people have been forgetting that they have that ability because it's – you don't they You're just used like to climbing
1: everything them. from – yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> Somebody made a World War One <laughs> tank. Okay, I'm kind of in on this.
2: Just, is this just like a sizzle reel of all yes. the stuff people have built? Okay. Yes, it is. Yep. um But but at the same time, some dungeons, or rather, some of the shrines, doing doing the puzzle just feels like I'm cheesing the puzzle. Like I did one last night where clearly they intended you to like launch a ball across a chasm to put it in the little hole to open the shrine and i Mm -hmm. just um got some objects from the previous room and built a bridge across it and carried the ball across
3: (laughs) so so it's not a satisfying like i i i you know like managed to uh go around what they were intending it's it's not satisfying
2: no i think i think it's just funny that you're you're wondering like did i i feel like i cheesed that shrine
1: (laughs) it's like did Um, i do this right
2: Va- Vaughn had one that I that he said that he felt that way with, and I I ended up doing the same doing the same solution to the puzzle. And we were both like, I don't think that was su- su- supposed to be how we were supposed to solve that, but we did. I, I think it was another one where you were clearly intended to build something to traverse a uh, crevasse, and um, we just uh, used the rewind mechanic to get across it somehow. Hmm. So, yeah, just, you know, if you get stuck on a Shrine, try a bunch of different things because there could be different solutions that you might not be thinking of or that might not be obvious. Um, Oh, and there's also a Shrine, Josh, that is clearly inspired by Jenga.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've heard that um, now from two places and I'm kind of like, I don't know if I'm into that.
2: Um. That one is funny because it's uh, the shrine or the, the block pieces that you pull out because of the pressure, or the weight of the other pieces kind of like yeet themselves out of the Jenga tower. And it's unintentionally funny. Oh, and I also had a very, very funny video on my Twitter where I accidentally barbecued my horse. <laughs>
1: Um, I think we just got through the uh, the video where uh, – I think Josh linked to in our chat um, earlier where uh, somebody <clears throat> made a robot with, uh, let's say, a uh, male accoutrement, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, set it on fire, and it kind of blew up. I was like, okay, well, that's interesting.
2: <laughs> I think what I loved about this uh, horse barbecuing video is that it looks like I did this on purpose, and I did <laughs> – did not intend to, you know, set my horse on fire. I, I don't know that do we
0: believe you.
2: I was trying to do something else. Yeah. Put, put up my shield. Well, I'm sending you the video right now. We will let the panel judge for themselves whether or not this was intentional. Sorry, podcast listeners. There, I put it in Discord. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It was, like, it was pretty much like, hey, hey horse, whoosh.
1: <laughs> Poor horsey. <sighs>
0: Let's try this. All right. For okay. the chat.
2: Hello. Okay, chat. Chat, you tell me if this was intentional.
0: That, yeah, that was intentional, Kelly. <laughs> you walked right up to it and barbecued it. <laughs> and it ran yes. away because it's like, yeah, what yeah. is this? Here, Why are you, you doing this? You team? took it out. You aimed at it. You pressed fire. <laughs> How is that not intentional, Kelly?
2: I, sw- I was trying to do the ultra hand to attach the hitch to the
1: part. Boy, you uh-huh. sound like a parent who abuses their child, making uh-huh. up excuses for why their kid has bruises all over them. <laughs> Oh my God! Now, see,
2: Vaughn is defending me. She was clearly trying to hit the <laughs> ability wheel and got it wrong. Hmm. Uh huh. Vaughn understands.
1: Mm. Look, sure look The video evidence shows that that was clearly intentional.
2: I stand by my claim. <laughs> I did not mean to roast my horse.
0: Hmm.
1: <laughs> well, the, uh, the the big question is: Does it turn into meat that you can eat then? No. She didn't
0: kill um, it though.
1: Yeah, well, I no, know, it I know, just but, ran but, off. <laughs> but but then at that point, like, well, you've already half murdered it. Why don't you just finish the job and eat it?
2: <sighs> at least it wasn't a ponia. I would have felt bad if it was a pony. That was just a random one.
1: Oh, that's okay. I've got like three of them. I can send you. Um, so once I made it down into Hyrule <laughs> proper, I scanned all the Amiibo, the little uh, NFC tag things that uh, you had linked to me, and I got mm-hmm. a Ponya twice. Yeah. Huh. Um, so and then I. it carries a Pona over from your Breath of the Wild save. And so I had a Pona in there. I'm like, and then uh, my friend has four or five Opponents now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my lord. <laughs> okay. Well,
0: so they're not actually Pona, They just look like them.
1: No, it's totally pona You mm-hmm. can't even change the name. It's the Horse of Legend. You can't even put a. Um, it's so
0: legendary, there's four of them.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, well, how Epona- many have there been? Hmm?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Pona is apparently mm-hmm. two too good to carry a cart because she was one of the first ones I pulled up because I could actually control her Mm -hmm. and like no we're not putting a hitch on this one like you you diva horse little shit (laughs) um there's also a horse that you can catch in the game that's supposedly a horse god that is, like, twice the size of your average horse, and that oh. one you can't do a hitch to either, and that one is part of a quest.
1: Well, and, that, I mean, that seems like that would be the easiest one to hitch because it's like, well, you won't even notice that you're carrying this thing. You're so big. Yeah,
2: yeah, but Stupid, a, moody horse. It doesn't the, carry stuff for you. The in-game explanation is that they don't have a hitch big enough.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, in a game that you can craft a uh, a starship, a World War One tank, um, all kinds of crap. They can't make a hitch mm-hmm. for a big horse.
0: Mm-hmm. That's all in a game where you have magic glue, mm-hmm. you can't attach a horse to something.
1: Where you can crucify a korok.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, crucify <sighs> the horse. That's mm-hmm. the only answer. Seems like it. Oh wait, you can't attach things to. The, well, whatever. They don't want animal cruelty; just korok cruelty.
1: Yeah, koroks are koroks are animals.
2: They're little forest fairies. They're fine. They'll. Live. They're
0: fine. <laughs> They're
1: fine.
2: Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, also, this this isn't helping my my image as a per- person that doesn't abuse animals. But oh I god, finish. here
1: we go, Kelly. You know you don't have to say this. As your lawyer, let me tell you, you don't have to say this I, right now.
2: I, I did finish Fuga, and I, luckily I did not have to cannon any more kids.
1: <sighs> okay, good, good. Now you have to start oh, you know, over I mean, and not cannon them from the beginning. Any more kids. Yes, yes. That means yeah. you did. Again, as your attorney, I advise you to cram it quiet. <laughs> oh, okay, so quick question with Fuga. Um, you, so Some of the kids from the first game come back in the second game?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So, is there some sort of, like, save file thing that if you cannoned them in the first game and they're dead, do they come back in the second game? Is there, like, a carryover thing?
2: I honestly don't know because I switched systems. Um, Oh, okay. I played the first game on Switch and then the second game on my Steam Deck so that I could kind of swap back and forth easier without having to boot back out of my Zelda game. But... um. The only thing I know about carryover is that they give you some bonus costumes okay. for save carryover. But because there's new game plus, it's entirely possible. I mean, you're just going to start over. Um, assuming that you played the game multiple times to get the better ending where none of the kids died. Um,
1: see, my goal now would be to play the first one, kill all of the children and then start the second one. See what happens. That's an ending.
2: <laughs> the first yeah.
3: one.
1: Oh, right. yeah. Okay. Oh
2: <laughs> uh, um, Apparently there's five endings for this one And I'm having trouble trying to think of what the other endings would be Because there's the good ending where everybody lives And then the bad ending where everybody dies And I just got the normal ending where just a couple of people
0: Maybe die. there's choices to make along the way
2: yeah. And when you finish, when you fin- so we're talking Fuga too, by the way. Um, when you finish the first cycle, they ask you, do you want to start over from the beginning or do you want to start over from chapter seven um, with all kids alive and all of your progress? And that's why I ended up starting because technically the first couple of chapters are just tutorial levels mm-hmm. that you really don't need to do anymore anyway.
4: Mm-hmm. And the
2: fact that they let you start at chapter seven with everybody still alive is great. And at the same time, I think that it's about where the difficulty spike is. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna see how that the second playthrough goes. I haven't had time to play it this week because it's been all Tears of the Kingdom all the time. But I feel like that first cycle was only about maybe 10 hours, 10 to 15. Of course, that is also pretty much the only thing I played for 48 hours straight. So your mileage may vary. But man, talk talk about take a good game and build what made it... (laughs) Tears of the kingdom is wishing out a monkey's paw for a Zelda sequel. Fuga is what they should have done where they addressed a lot of the complaints and built on what was already there and made it fantastic. Um, right now,
1: Zelda sequels before direct ones,
2: but I mean, right now, if we did our game of the year discussion, Fuga would be my Fuga two would be my game of the year. Nice. Okay. Um, just such an awesome little game. I and I, you know, it, it didn't feel like more of the same, even though it kind of was. <laughs> but I, I, just, I don't know how to get into it without gushing. It just felt so fun to get go to that world again mm-hmm. and have a little bit more of a challenge and have kind of a twist on what they tried the last time. And I, I just had so much fun. I kind of can't wait to do the second cycle. I just need to pry myself from Zelda to be, to be able to do that second yeah.
1: cycle. Kelly, you're doing a good job. Like you, You've been selling me on this thing, and I keep thinking, like I need to play these Fuga games. Like More and more, I'm like, I really want to play these things just because I, Like you kind of gushing about them. Not every week, but feels like every week since I've been on the podcast.
2: Well, I mean, to be fair, we did do a backtrack on the first game, so I've still kind of got that nostalgia. But right. I think the, the first I do, game— I need to listen to that. The first game on Steam has a demo that you can try. Um, and,
3: and both of them are on uh, Game Pass right now. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. At so, least on Xbox. I don't know if it's on PC Game Pass or not.
1: Yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I've got Xbox, so I would go with that probably.
2: I mean, it's it's not the most graphically impressive game you'll ever play, but if you like tactical combat where every every Uh turn is having Uh to make a decision Uh Ah, you're talking my language baby yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know know, my favorite game
1: is in tactics ogre i clearly don't like making decisions (laughs) that could affect everything and screw everything up in one shot
2: yeah i mean like should i go for that last hit or should i defend even though i know that (laughs) I i know that this next attack is gonna hit like a truck you know, that that's how mm. I screwed myself over at a couple of fights, trying to get, get that last attack in. Um, that's and the kind the, of stuff, you to stuff
1: with... kids in the cannon.
2: Mm.
1: And as a um, parent, sometimes you do want to just put the kids in the cannon.
2: <laughs> I'm just a cat parent. I, I, I feel your pain sort of
1: <laughs> as a, as a parent of both. Yes. I would like to say, yes, there are times I would like to stuff my kids in a cannon and shoot them across the city or something. <laughs> Leave them alone. Please, for the love of God, can I have my own thought in my head for five seconds? No? Okay.
2: But th- that's that's all I've been playing. I'm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm. I had a uh, frog in my throat there.
0: Hmm. Or was it um, Korok? I, that it was, was a Korok, out. yeah.
2: Here's your scene. Ha 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 you get for crucifying me. <laughs> I I can't wait, Josh, for you to get get around to playing this because I want to hear your thoughts. I know that you've been incredibly busy and have been one having other games you wanted to finish first. But
3: I'm trying I'm trying to be good and finish off like a dragon. And because I made the mistake of playing both like a dragon and Horizon Burning Shores at the same, starting them both at the same time, basically, oh, Josh. Oh, That's Josh. really dumb. <laughs> Let's play two giant open world games at the same time. That that's yeah. smart, right? hmm So I've been I've been trying to I, I've been playing more like a dragon. I've gotten to like a, a big boss battle where one of those where it tells you like, hey, you might want to go and do some other stuff before going on and, and doing this big boss battle. So I've just kind of been puttering around, kind of leveling up in that and and doing all the all the little weird errata that, you know, Yakuza games always have. But uh, I, I'm almost I, – I think I'm almost done with Horizon Burning Shores because that, that expansion is substantial, um, <laughs> at least in terms of size. Like mm-hmm. they give you an entirely new map. The whole the, – the premise is that there is a <laughs> – one of the one of the bad guys from the last guy from the last game got away and he has run off to Los An what the remnants of Los Angeles is and so you have to go to this entirely new map and explore the rim- the ruins of Los Angeles and try and you know like capture the last bad guy basically mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it, it's not reinventing the wheel and it's Horizon is such a weird series because it seems like it does well. Everybody seems to like it okay, but mm-hmm. nobody talks about this game. Yeah, Can you ever yeah. hear anybody talk this game? Horizon Forbidden West sold 8 million copies. Have you heard anybody talk about this game?
0: No. Nah, There's a worry. VR one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, definitely nobody's talked about the VR one. They well, did
0: when Horizon. the VR came out. That's it.
2: Horizon has had the worst timing in the history of big open world games oh, because God, the first yeah. <laughs> the first one came out at around Breath of the Wild. The second right. one came out at around Elden Ring, right. which is adult adult Breath of the Wild. I'm surprised they well they technically did release the expansion around a Breath of the Wild. So. It's been out
0: for a year. Everyone got over it. Nobody cared anymore.
3: <laughs> it it's and the thing about it is like it it has. That sort of Sony polish, you know, Sony mm. for for good or ill, they polished the hell out of their games. So may, maybe sometimes almost too much, you know, they, they they almost polished the the, the fun or well, not the fun, but the difficulty
1: they out of the, the fun experience. Out of it. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's sort of been the credo with everything they do. I mean, even their, like, hardware and stuff, not just, like, you know, their game consoles, but, like, you know, I had a a, a Vio MS or MXS20, which was a, a um, like, a really nice-looking computer with a mini-disc. Oh, <laughs> Sony Vio. Yes. That's so Sony. Yeah, yeah. We've got to shove our it, thing into it it was the coolest thing when I was into mini discs and now I, I still have it laying around just as a weird piece of like history or whatever at this point. Cause you know, it runs on, I think XP. So you know, God knows it can't do anything anymore, but it's just like, God, yeah, to your point, like Sony just does make this in, like incredible looking stuff sometimes and they just make sure it's like really pleasing to the eye. And then some times you play their games and you're like, wow, this is, um, this is so pretty, but I'm not enjoying myself. <laughs> it,
3: it, it, it. And I think with, with horizon, at least it it does have one thing going for it is the combat is just like, I think is really fun and unique Okay. because it's not, you know, so many other games are always going to be about, it's going to be about melee or it's going to be about just, you know, getting a gun and shooting things. And then this one is all built around using pretty much bow and arrow And it's all much more strategic. So all of your combat is built around, like, fighting the mechanized dinosaurs, like, kind of spending time scanning them, figuring out what their weak points are, um, even has a lot of, like, Monster Hunter-ish aspects where, you know, you can, like, attack and knock off certain parts of the dinos and then use – those parts to be able to craft new weapons and armor and all that kind of stuff. So like it has that kind of depth if you want it, or you can kind of ignore all that stuff to it as well. And the combat has a lot of different ways to attack all the different all the different encounters like you can you can go you can do stealth you can set traps you can use that as a way to attack enemies you can just kind of like you can basically get sort of a uh, a bow and arrow machine gun and just kind of like figure out a place to get to where the enemies can't get to and just like wail on enemies like there's a lot of different ways you can go about all the different encounters like the combat is kind of the core of what makes horizon like good and interesting Mm-hmm. The story is, you know, the story is just kind of like fine, and it, it falls into that polish <laughs> thing. Like it, it's good, it's competent, it's very well acted. It's also something like like most summer blockbusters. Do you really think about the story? You know, like five minutes after you uh, get out of the theater, no, yeah. not really. Yeah,
1: like You're it's like, good. And wow, it's that was a, that was an interesting plot was, Oh look, a giant robot dinosaur go kill cool. Exactly.
3: Yeah, that, that's what you're playing it for the giant robot dinosaurs and the really interesting combat mm-hmm. and and this is yet more of that I mean it is a huge area that you get to explore I mean I already put like 15 20 hours into it and I'm just now kind of coming up to the end of it I mean there's just like wow. lots more stuff to do that's a it, it, is, DLC. It, it is yeah I mean like it is totally walled off from the rest of the game like you have to have uh, completed the game to actually access it And then once you go off, you're like you're you are off into burning shores and you can't go back and, you know, back and forth and to the main game. But I mean, there's a ton to do in the, the DLC. It is truly like a full on expansion where they have added a huge new area to explore.
2: At some point I need to boot up that first game and give it a go because I think it's I got it for free um, as part of that uh, instant game collection thing that they were doing for the ps5 when it oh was right yeah so um I've always been curious about these games It's just that oh they always come out at bad times when something more interesting and, and comes out.
3: yeah, I'd be curious to see what you think about it since you're you've kind of gotten into monster hunter in the past few years the i i imagine it probably i imagine the combat probably doesn't hold up to the people who are really into monster hunter because it's probably not quite as technical as monster hunter but Mm -hmm. it kind of like it really it works for me because i'm not sure i'm looking for that kind of like the 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 sort of technicality that there can be in monster hunter combat
2: well, I'm probably the most untechnical monster hunter player that's ever played the game, so I should be okay.
1: There you go. <laughs> that's a good way I, of I'm, looking at it.
2: Yeah, I, my my monster hunter technique is uh, press X until the monster's dead, which got, <laughs> not a lot of I my party members it. appreciate because
1: <laughs> you yeah, know we need to do this. What, what, what I'm just pressing X. What do you want?
2: <laughs> so so uh, yeah.
1: Josh, let me ask you. Um so uh, kind of the impression I've gotten with horizon is it does a lot of things well, but nothing particularly like stands out. So is it sort of like one of those things where it's like, Oh, like this is pretty good. This is pretty good. This is pretty good. This is pretty good. But nothing is like, like, Top level sort of stuff. You know what I mean?
3: It, it, that that is an extremely good uh, you know description of it. It is almost everything in the game, save maybe the combat, which is the only part that really like rises above. Mm. Everything in there is extremely competent. It's a very good three out of five. Okay, but nothing. You know, there there are no bad parts. Because, like I said, Sony Polish, like there's there's Mm -hmm. there's no clunky bits to it, but there's nothing there's nothing in the game that really, like, stands out other than just the actual concept of fighting robot dinosaurs and the combat itself. Okay.
0: do you need more than that?
3: no.
2: So, from what you've told me, told me, Josh, you need to keep a car battery around to charge your PlayStation controller when you oh play it.
3: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there <laughs> there is that part of it. You know, it's, uh-huh. it's a Sony first party Sorry, game. Could you say that again? Oh, no, we
1: can't say that again.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so it's a Sony first party game and they just go absolutely bonkers with like trying to make sure that. You know, like every single possible thing that the Sony controllers can do, we're, we're going to do it. So, uh-huh. you know, oh, we're going to use that speaker. We're going to use all the haptics. We're going to use all the things so that you feel the tension when you're pulling out the bow. All that garbage, and the, of course, your battery life is just absolutely terrible. Like yeah, I was going to say, I the, can only get about two play sessions, and my my controller's dead.
1: I was going to say the I, that is one thing I've not been impressed with Sony with was their battery life on their controllers lately. Yes it's terrible on the ps5 it's just oh great it was really it was bad enough on the ps4 i forget what i was playing on the ps4 and in one session i drained the battery and i was like dope okay cool guess guess i guess i'm not here to play huh thanks (laughs)
3: Playing Horizon last year kind of forced me to buy a second controller and one oh, of the charging docks just because <laughs> I would have to do it like every single night. it happened multiple times where I'd sit down to play and my controller was completely dead. It was so frustrating.
1: Yeah, see like that's the nice thing with the um, you know, like going with the, I guess the switch is technically this generation or is it the whatever it doesn't matter um you know like (laughs) yeah yeah, let's not get into that mess um you know like the switch pro controller like that battery lasts for weeks i don't Mm -hmm. know how they managed it but also it develops drift just like the joy con so (laughs) yeah my my pro controller as i dug it out for tears of the kingdom i was like why is link walk oh god are you kidding me this oh no
0: you drift you got drifted
1: yeah, yeah,
0: no, Pretty much
1: every single one of my Joy-Con, but a single pair of them has developed drift, and it's incredibly frustrating. And now my Pro Controller is doing it, and I was so I'm using the Pro Controller just to scan the Amiibo in, and then I just go right. Or I'm sorry, the plural of Amiibo is Amiibo. Um. Anyway, uh, scanning the Amiibo in, and then going oh, yeah. right to uh my my Fusion A Pro Controller or whatever. It's basically just like sort of like an Xbox controller, but with a competent D-pad. Mm
4: Hmm.
1: So yeah, but it's what I mean. It's just I don't know this this generation of controllers is a little frustrating. Granted, the Xbox controller gets some pretty good battery life. but... Xbox controller is
0: great, of- but it's too clicky. PS Five yeah. controller is great, but its battery life is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the what the cool people do is use the older Pro controllers or buy Hall Effect sensors and mod their joist, their controllers. I guess. Oh, for the Switch. For anything. Oh, effect okay. is the way to go because you can't have drift.
1: See, I it's was, all magnets. Um, when, I, when I first got the um, um, the switch, I was using a Wii U Pro controller, which is one of my favorite controllers. I love that. If it had um, which call it, um, uh, like God, I think like uh, concave thumbsticks, I, I it that would have that would absolutely be like one of my favorite controllers because the batteries, just like the switch you can Pro get controller, last replacement
0: stick covers and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like out of the box, basically, like mm-hmm. yeah. But other than that, like, I love that thing. So, but yeah. Anyway, sorry, Josh, I just completely derailed us talking about uh, controllers.
3: No, no, no. Like, that That plays into what I was talking about anyway. <laughs> yeah, it, it's crazy the difference in battery life. Like, I, I charged up my Xbox controller when I started playing uh, Yakuza, and I'm like 30 hours in, and I still haven't had to charge the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the PlayStation, it's like every other night, Got to, got to charge it.
1: Yeah, pretty much as I soon as you're done it. with it, just put it on the charger. Yep.
2: I, I I put one controller on the dock and then take one off every night.
3: <sighs> it's just absolutely ludicrous. What and a way then, to he, live, huh?
2: And then heaven help me if my stupid cat knocks the controllers off the charger like she's been doing.
0: I just have a USB-C cable by the couch, and when it goes dead, I plug it in for a bit and then eventually unplug it.
2: I, I do that, too.
0: But, um... I forget, PS5s can finally charge off Apple chargers, right? There were, yeah. I think so, yeah. The yeah. compatibility of USB chargers is just a delightful Fresh thing writing? to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: God. USB-C oh. is if
0: Because if you have a power delivery yeah. only charger and you have a device that just wants traditional 5-volt power, it won't work. So that's a whole thing for USB-C. So hopefully it knows how to talk power delivery or you have a charger that does both or ugh, whatever.
1: Or just good luck.
0: Just plug things around until they work.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's, yeah, what a world. Again, I, I, the modern conveniences are fantastic. I love them. But sometimes it's just like, what the hell?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I guess everything just has have its odd idiosyncrasies.
2: And yet I find that when I'm in Best Buy and I see a really cool looking control, Hori controller for the Switch and it's like, oh, that's cool. Wait, it's wired. And I'm never buying it
1: yeah 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 just, i have a wired switch a
0: controller, controller
1: makes no sense to me no it really <laughs> doesn't there's this like really great like pink and blue kirby one that i've been talking myself out of for months now or whatever i'm just like i want that controller it's so cute and i love kirby
0: just but buy it and then replace the housing on your wireless <laughs> you gotta do modding you gotta mod your oh, controllers bud
1: oh oh chris i am absolutely inept with that stuff you don't want me touching anybody's well, I say it would look nice. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> that's won't work after that. either. Apparently, with It won't me. work, but you know, hey, you know, <laughs> that's not the point of it. It's just supposed to look cute.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I should just buy a skin. That's probably what I should do. Just pretend like it's 2005 and buy a skin for it. <laughs> oh, I dug up my first, my original Xbox and I forgot I put a skin on that thing. Oh God, Jason, oh, Jason, 22 year old Jason. What were you doing? Yeah. <laughs>
3: They were pushing nice. it. They had the, they had the little, you know, fronts for the Xbox, you know. it was Oh, thing. I'm, talking,
1: I'm talking Xbox, not the 360, not the faceplates. Ooh. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about a skin. Like, I've got this, like, blue and black skin on it. I'm like, Ugh, why did I do this? Oh, Jason at Jason, 22 years old. 40-year-old 40, 40 Jason, like, I have a word with you.
2: I, my copy of Sonic Forces came with a uh, controller skin for the, um, switch and i still have that on my original gray joy cons <laughs> uh, sonic and shadow and the a little thing for the uh oh what's that thing The the thing that holds the two, the two joy cons together that i never use because oh generic.
4: yeah the little
0: dog the little doggy thing yeah the dog controller holder i don't you know, know what, what th- it's called i have like some 3d printed ones for one-handed use for, the, mm. for when i was going through my surgeries. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know oh, what you, oh, Chris, could I pay you to make me some of those? <laughs> I
0: don't have the, the printer. I had to have yeah. a friend make them.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Um, you know what's really f- annoying is Kelly that has a you printer. Know, Um Well, yeah, I. Vaughn's using it at the moment, so that's why I didn't speak up. But Vaughn and I both upgraded our switches this year, the OWEDs, mm-hmm. and they have really nice designs on the Joy Cons and the dock, but they didn't bother to design anything on that thingy that holds the two Joy Cons together. And for some reason, that annoys me. It's like, why didn't you guys, you know, go full hog and design something on that too that goes with it? I I know it's petty, and it's such a first-world problem, but it still annoys me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah.
2: uh... Jason, I don't think you said what you played this week.
1: Um, No, we've kind of talked about it in a roundabout way. I've been been playing Tears of the Kingdom, and I feel like I am in this weird minority of, I am just not enjoying it. I... So, um, sort of in my head last night while I was sitting there playing um, what I kind of went over to, um, which is Kirby Return to Dreamland Deluxe, um, I thought of maybe what we could do for a question of the week is: Have you ever gotten into a slump where it just feels like you can't find anything that you're enjoying? Because I have been with, I have been struggling with this with, you know, we talked about it earlier with Pokemon um, Scarlet. And then Metroid Prime Remastered, I tried, and I just bounced off that. I gave it five hours, six hours, and was just like, I, I don't enjoy this. I see that it's well-designed. I'm just not having a good time with this. And Tears of the Kingdom now, I'm just like, I, I'm just not enjoying this game. I, I The only reason what? I really... Well, yeah.
0: You're not allowed to have that opinion. It's the Zelda know, game that everyone likes. Okay. I love How it, dare but you? here
1: are my other dissenting opinions, maybe, perhaps, about it. My critiques, if you will.
0: Hmm.
1: <laughs> um. So... Like, I've been want like, the whole reason I bought it was because I saw an article in Eurogamer that talked about dungeons are back. There's, like, legitimate dungeons in this. I was like, that is all I wanted. I wanted Breath of the Wild, but with real dungeons that, it, not just four of them, I guess. I wanted, like, real Zelda dungeons. And I am, I don't know, six to eight hours into this thing, and I still haven't stumbled on one. I, it took me so long to get out of the tutorial area because, as we talked about in the, um, when, uh, Kelly, you were talking about I, or you, when you were talking about ter- Tears of the Kingdom, and we were watching some of the videos on the stream. I am not creative or like a- a- mechanically engineering inclined at all. Like, I look at stuff, I'm like, I, I don't know how to like manipulate the physics and get this thing to. T-. So, a lot of my solutions has been, I'll just build a bridge, I guess. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I a lot of the stuff I just look at, I'm like, well, how like how how long can I get a bridge? Um, I, I came across this korok over by um like a horse stall and it was way over there and I had a Pona, and I went to you know hook up the uh hook up the hook up the cart to drag it over there to its friend and no it wasn't there so I just grabbed it and walked it over the like you know half a mile in in game and just sat there and I was like wow this is
2: this is frustrating <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's a valid solution i've i've I mean, yeah. walked a couple of them over to their friend cuz i didn't feel like building something I
3: I, I know the feeling about not not, not being creative enough because I was playing the tutorial section of Uh Tears to the Kingdom and I got to this giant lake and I'm like, okay, I'll swim across it and I start swimming and can't make it. and I was actually stuck for like 20 or 30 minutes before I finally realized like, oh, there's stuff over here and I
1: can build a boat. (laughs) I felt like an (laughs) idiot there. Uh Yeah, see, I I feel like you have to have some sort of like you know, like creativity, like recognition of things that you can cobble together. And like, my brain just doesn't work like that. I I look at this stuff and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I just need to make a bridge. Like, that's just my solution for everything at this point. It's kind of frustrating because like, like I said, for me, it's just, I can see like why people enjoy this for sure. But I, I just, this is not what I'm, not what I'm wanting. Like, I liked Breath of the Wild, and I think I talked about this on an earlier episode at some point, but the whole reason I've never gone back to Breath of the Wild is I'm terrified of going back and the magic being gone. I loved my experience with it, but I have had no real desire to go back to it because I feel like if I play it again, I'm going to see the seams and how all the, you know, how the fudge is made and all that. And just, like, I don't I don't want to, like, ruin the experience in my brain of, like, this was a magical experience that I adored for, like, 100 and something hours in the Wii U. And then I come back to it, start fresh, and I'm like, oh, that's right. This is frustrating. This is frustrating. Okay, I don't really like this. I don't like – oh, yeah, the dungeons in this thing kind of suck, and there's only four of them. Okay. so And,
2: and, and yeah. I don't blame you. And I wonder if that article misspoke because I think there are only four dungeons in this game, but there are caves. And the cave. some of those caves are freaking huge.
1: Yeah, I've been in a couple of the caves. Oh, God, I hope I hope I didn't just get sold a false bit
2: of goods. Thanks, Eurogamer. <laughs> yeah, And I love exploring the caves because of how far some of them go, and you can get some really good, like a lot of the really good armor sets are hidden in the caves.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've gotten a couple of good pieces of armor too, but like, it's just, I don't know. Like like I said, I just, I sort of just want a traditional dungeon that like Link walks into, and then all of a sudden you know cut to a different screen, and we're we're in a dungeon where you can you know do like. I, I know people say like, well, this is what Zelda really was, except. You know, that was one game way back in the early 80s or the mid 80s. And every other game since then has been, you know, this other structure the, the, that, um, you know, Link to the Past basically set up. And every, not yeah. every, but most of the Zelda games since then have been that. So that's, for me, that's what Zelda is. And then coming to Breath of the Wild, it was a nice change of pace. a Breath of fresh air, if you will. And ah. this is just, yeah, I know, I'm sorry, it was awful. I should just see myself off the podcast for that. Um, but this is like... It, it's it's doing that breath of the wild thing, but it's throwing in you know. I think I even mentioned it, it was like banjo kazooie nuts and bolts crap that I don't have any interest in, and it's mm-hmm. like it's so, it's forcing me to engage with it, and I don't mind to a certain point, but it's like hey, you got to build a rocket ship or a um or a little cart that you can r- put on these rails that the ball can go through, and I'm like I just like okay, so my brain is sitting there trying to, like struggling to like just mechanically like come up with a way to make it go and i'm like okay so i spent this it's like oh wait well now i can't do this with it i'm just like i said for me it's just been a frustrating experience and i don't know that i am going to continue with it so yeah so i i went to something that's a little bit more um let's say basic and uh, just went to kirby to return to dreamland deluxe because i love kirby and i just needed something that i knew i was going to enjoy i haven't played return to dreamland since you know it came out on the wii originally and yeah, I, I like this Kirby. You know, in in the uh, most uh, obtuse way, can be considered an RPG character, I guess, because once he inhales somebody's abilities, uh, he becomes the top level of that ability. So he just, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's it's a fun little you know side-scrolling platform. It's it, if if you're in for a side-scrolling Kirby game, it, you know what you're kind of getting into. It's it's great. I love the art style. They really like. I think it was one of the better looking Wii games, and um, the art direction on this has just kind of made it look like one of the better like switch games now I, I i adore the art style it's cute and it's not frustrating me to, to no end like a lot of other games that i've played recently and it's just like okay so you know what do you guys like? do you guys do anything in particular you feel like you get in a rut i went god almost a year without playing video games for the most part and then came back to it after a friend of mine i bought um, dragon quest 8 for me for christmas and that kind of brought me back into it. And then I played shadow of the Colossus and then, you know, since then I've been like back in like hard. And now I feel like I'm kind of like losing interest, but it's just like, I've, I've played three games that are normally like, I know I enjoy the series and then I just like bounced off of them. And it's, I don't want to say it's frustrating, but it almost feels like, am I doing something wrong? Am I just not into games anymore? But then, you know, then I not play Kirby and I'm like, no, I still like video games. That's Do you cool. even just game bro? No, I don't oh, okay. <laughs> Just have um, them sitting on my shelf or collect their soundtracks on vinyl.
2: I've uh, I've I may have said this solution before on the cast, but when I'm in a rut, I go to back to something that I knew that I loved and try to feel the magic again there. Okay. And I don't I don't know if that would work well for you or not because um, you said that you were worried that the magic not being there anymore.
1: Well, um, I I um I just meant for Breath of the Wild, like the oh, magic okay. of, of of that experience not being there anymore, like. I, I, you know I Josh knows this pretty well I put in a 100 and something hours into Tactics Ogre reborn so clearly it's like a, it's not that I'm like losing interest in video games but um I, I just you know I I'm like maybe I should just go back to playing that and go through a few of the paths and kind of rekindle it for me or you know my my um let's say like chicken soup game is um a link to the past like that game has always been a comfort food thing for me. I've, I've, i love that game. And anytime, like I've been in a, like emotionally, like in a bad place, like I go to play a link to the past. Like my wife will come in sometimes see me play it. She's like, are you okay? And it's <laughs> oh, like, wow. it, 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 it's, it's a 50, 50 toss up if, of I'm not doing good emotionally or mentally. And so I playing this to kind of get myself back on track or I just want to play a link to the past. Cause it's my second favorite game. <laughs> so, and it's a lot shorter than tactics ogre. So,
2: because my my go tos for gaming ruts tend to be Final Fantasy VI, Wild Arms, um, F- Final Fantasy One. If i uh, if I want something short to play,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, any of the Shining Force games on the Genesis, um, ones that really captivated me when I was a kid, and are just my comfort games. So yeah, I mean that that's an excellent game or question of the week. I think.
4: Yeah, let's even write it down. Asked,
2: um, even if we have asked variations of it in the past, but nothing wrong with going, going to it.
0: What is Every your comfort game? First what game is your comfort food?
2: Yeah. Get down right now. Yeah. Oh, we, we didn't get any responses oh, for last week. What
0: is your palate cleanser game? That's good. I like that one. Yeah. All right. Nobody came up with a, a nickname for Sam, which I'm not surprised. No. But oh, whatever, <laughs> we just had no idea what to ask.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to that. I was trying to think of something. Like, like
0: moving I, on. I, I, yeah,
1: I got nothing. I got nothing. Yeah, nothing that's arable for the show, probably. Right.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: So is it time for news then, Kelly?
2: I believe so. <laughs> I remember Dallendar talking about Redemption Boop. Reapers, the, a game that he just reviewed. Well, your uh, PS5 version is coming out now.
3: This is the one that was irrepressibly
1: depressing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so now if you have a PS5, you can get depressed along with the rest of us.
1: Woo! Maybe get depressed oh. that you played it so long that your battery died and you can't play it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. I, th- I think it just released this week. I don't see a date on the article, but if, if you're curious about the game, you could check out Ryan Costa's review. We t- we talked about it last week. Um, there you go. Uh, Monochrome Moby, or I'm sorry. I was reading things out of order. Uh, mobile <laughs> RPG Punishing Gray Raven is available on PC. Um, this is a free version of a free-to-play title that launched on iOS and Android in 2021. And it has uh, cross- um, support so if you play on the mobile version it'll um, bring progression over to the PC version and vice versa except for rainbow card premium currency
1: yeah you're sure Um, (laughs) I I know what that is I'm just divulging because you guys need to learn
2: (laughs) Uh, it's a game set in a world ravaged by biochemical viruses and yeah
3: Uh, it's a chinese mobile game that's come to pc so oh
1: sweet okay well you know what you're getting yeah
2: um dungeon full dive is announced for steam this is a game that's meant to combine tabletop rpgs with pc and vr gaming um you can have your own campaigns and stories in this game while creating your own 3d maps
1: this looks really cool except it's vr
2: Yeah. Well, you don't
3: have to be VR. Oh, no? Okay. It can be even VR and non-VR people can play at the same time.
1: Oh, okay. Well, then you may have just uh, sold me on checking this out a little bit more there, Josh. I thought, (laughs) because I just saw VR, and I'm like, ah, crap, goodbye.
2: (laughs) Phil needs to try this for his tabletop
1: Mm -hmm. uh, stuff. Yeah, I was just thinking that. That'd be cool for that.
2: Um the Atelier Ryza anime is airing in Japan just this July, uh, specifically on July 1st. And Yeah, uh, anime version of Atelier Ryza, which came out on 2019 for uh, PlayStation 4 and Switch and PC. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm sure it'll be just as good as the Legend of Heroes anime. Right, Josh? Oh, Oh, no.
0: Was it bad?
1: I I, I need to get that podcast up and running again so we can get you back on for uh, that. (laughs) Wolf, I'm sorry. So it's, like, uh, it's, no, it's really
0: sorry. bad, huh?
1: Yeah, it's not. Oh. Good. Yeah, everything Josh has told me, it's like, you know, you guys don't need to watch it. I'm like, no, we we do. I mean, granted in the Pantheon of video game movies, maybe it's not as bad as some of the others we've seen. So well, you know, that that's some low standards there. Yeah, yeah. Low bar to limbo under, right? <laughs> um
2: if you guys were looking forward to WrestleQuest that was supposed to release this month, well, yeah. it has now been pushed to summer.
0: Oh
1: you know, what's funny is like, I was, my son was just watching, um, one of the Spider-Man movies and the one that had, uh, um, Randy Savage in there. <laughs> so as soon as I saw this, I was like, oh, that's weird. Okay. That's weird that that came oh. up and he's in this game too. saw is ready.
2: Yep. That one. <laughs> yep, they,
1: yeah. Yep. That one. <laughs> um,
2: they decided to move the launch so that they could do a little bit more polish and stuff, which, you know, extra polish is always good. um. They say that they believe it's the right choice to, um, with respect to their players, and yeah. So they they haven't given a specific release date yet. Just that it's been pushed. So um, we will probably have more news about that at a later date. Uh, Amazon announced this week that they're working on a Lord of the Rings MMO.
3: And that's about it. Or will, yeah. will it break computers as well?
1: Do you want I it don't to? Know.
2: I th- I thought that there already was a Lord of the Rings and Mabo going, or is that one dead?
1: There no, was. no, they just expect everyone to move to this one, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I <laughs> mean, does Amazon, does Amazon basically just buy the rights to the Lord of the Rings franchise? Yep. or okay, oh, that's what okay. I thought. yeah,
3: that's right. So yeah. I guess this went along
1: with it. Wow, okay, well, good for them, I guess, so spending billions on a TV series that nobody remembers uh, two months after it airs. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, I mean, Disney Plus spent how much on Willow? And it's pulling that, so...
2: Yeah, I just read that just now, and it's like, oh, I kind of wanted to watch that. Now I don't. Yeah. Uh, now
3: now it's just a tax write-off.
2: <laughs> um, Life Sim RPG Mirthwood has been revealed, so... I think I skipped the story when I was read, trying to redo the stories earlier. It is a single player title with pa- players creating their own adventurer, and you're a refi- refugee from a war-torn continent. And it's an open world life sim game. Mm. Um, it's
1: available
2: say, so to it, wish... Oh, 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 with ahead.
1: combat, huh? So it's kind of like... Um, oh, God, what is it? Um, I'm, 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 what's the, the Harvest Moon spinoff? Um, oh, Rune Factory. Rune Factory, there you go. Yeah. Uh
2: it's available to wishlist now on steam and will be released on PC in early 2024. Hey, I've had rune factory on the brain because that's our next backtrack. Oh,
1: oh. nice! Um doing the original one.
2: Uh, four,
1: four. Okay. This art yeah, style no. is like for this mirthwood game is like, okay. I don't know that I like it, but I don't know that I hate it. <laughs> I don't think I don't know. I mean, yeah, it doesn't well, look great, but it's not awful looking. It's not, um, you know, upsetting to my eyes when I look at it.
2: When I was watching the trailer, the trailer seemed kind of serious
1: for yes. a life
2: sim game. But, I mean, if you're a former mercenary.
1: Yeah, I mean, coming from a, you know, would it, how did you, a war-torn continent or whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously it's going for some dark, edgy stuff. But So it's like, um, yeah, it's like Rune Factory, but um, Edgelord Rune Factory, maybe. <laughs>
2: Um, Wild Hearts has a new monster in it called the Alpha Sap Scourge.
1: Wow, it, cool, it, fantastic.
2: <laughs> we don't even have a video of it, so you just it sneezes uh pollen and sap that can that can be collected to make new weapons. So I guess use your imagination. All three of you that are still
1: playing that game, go for it.
2: <laughs> I mean, I think it's neat that they're supporting it.
1: Yeah, no, that's great that they're supporting it. I just it's like everything i've heard is just like it's middling at best kind of it's mm-hmm. like why don't you just go play monster hunter instead it's much better
2: yeah um pathia games new verse reveals project me this is a spinoff of the life the crafting life sims my life at portia and my life at sandrock and this is supposed to be more of a uh, building game um takes place in the same setting but you're the governor of a new settlement and you cu- customize the home and manage the town of the settlement um, I guess the if you can sign up for an alpha play test on the official website um, to ch- check it out until June 20th and it's in development uh, for mobile platforms right now so
1: hmm.
2: you can have fun with that um, Tako no, him- no Himitsu Tako no Himitsu um, Ocean of secrets. I want a has taco. Oh, um, not that sort this, of taco. Is, Got it. Yeah, no, this is taco is <laughs> an octopus.
0: Got it. I do oh. like that takoyaki.
1: What about a what about a taco with octopus in it? A taco taco. Ooh, taco <laughs> no taco. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. Honestly, <laughs> but...
2: it depends on how it's cooked. Um, octopus can be a little bit rubbery if it's overcooked, but in takoyaki, it is delicious. Though, I uh, like the dough no, more.
0: Oh, taco no himitsu is secret. octopus secret
2: yeah
1: no it's ocean of secrets or secret
0: octopus i don't know
2: um so this is a spiritual successor to the platformer save me mr taco what um
0: sure it is what
2: that story says okay no i i I, did you play that
1: i just what
0: did you play that (laughs) or something
1: um, I played it for a little while Then I saw like how long it was on how long to beat and I was like I can't play a platformer for 15 hours This is ridiculous
0: Okay seems like a normal uh, time you're, to you're play really a platformer it, Okay secret of the octopus
1: No, no, uh, no Saving, Saving Mr. Taco
0: just- Anna did you play Saving Mr. Taco When
1: Like two years
3: ago three years ago Yeah She did an adventure corner on it,
0: it, and it You did an adventure corner on a taco game Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you played a platformer so oh it's a kirby r- game she says okay
2: so the art style of this rpg looks fascinating because they're going for a game boy advance
1: look. uh-huh oh yeah this, and, this is this is gba af man
2: <laughs> yeah and it specifically it looks like they they took the ui from uh shining soul and I think I'm the only person on this podcast that played Shining Soul on the Game Boy Advance.
1: Uh, I would have to say I, I have not, so perhaps.
2: Okay. It, it was a Shining Force spinoff that was an action-adventure, and that health bar looks just like it.
1: Oh, okay. So, um, I'm yeah, like, curious.
2: No, it's go ahead, Kelly. Wish- say what now?
1: I said just go ahead. Sorry, I, I interrupted you. <laughs>
2: no, I was just saying it's available to wishlist right now on Steam and is undergoing a Kickstarter crowdfunding campaign.
1: I, I'm looking at this and like, part of me like really likes it, but also like, I, I, I don't know, like the art style's cool, but I, I don't have a lot of nostalgia for Game Boy Advance graphics, but like, I just like the kind of art style, but it's also that sort of, I don't want to say like blobby pixelated thing that, I don't know, it, it starts like not having as much definition as some of the other stuff. I mean, it almost looks like, you know, when you play on an emulator, you don't put any sort of filter on it and it's just like mm-hmm. sort of this like mess almost.
2: Yeah, no, um, I understand that because Game Boy Advance games were notoriously washed out. So I get not liking that particular style, but um, I, I had loved, to be able to
1: see the damn things.
2: <laughs> I loved the Game Boy Advance and I love ga- games that do have that ex- aesthetic. So I'm going to keep an eye on this one.
1: Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to keep an eye on it, too, just because I'm curious about it. Um, boy, oh, God, that video ended. And it's like um, the, the trailer or not trailer, but like the tabs I have here for next thing are um about ancient mesopotamia uh, dj cutman's new track and a uh, corner, corner trigger orchestral arrangement on vinyl rip <laughs> <It> tells <laughs> you what i watch on youtube
2: um we've got tamarack we've got tamarack trail coming to consoles um this is a dice building roguelike uh it was originally on PC, and now it's going to be on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and Nintendo Switch. And you are controlling a member of a secret society, and you're trying to uncover the mystery and corruption. And it's turn-based with uh, customizable dice.
3: Yeah, yeah. Dice-building RPG. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, so uh, lots of RNG. Yeah. Um. Chris is still doing a serious analysis of that taco game, apparently.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry. Moving on.
1: <laughs> no, perfectly okay. Um, I'm glad we moved on, because I, I, I all I have was a banana, and I'm now starving, and tacos sound delicious, so we should mm-hmm.
2: probably get <laughs> uh, Wizard of Legend 2 has been announced. This is a follow-up to the original Wizard of Legend. Um, I see this game on sale all the time, and I don't know what it is.
0: It's a game with a wizard of legend. I don't know either.
1: You know what? Um, I think it's sort of like an action RPG. If I'm remembering right, yeah. Um, I, um, I backed the first one on Kickstarter, and I never actually got around to playing.
0: With <laughs> multiplayer.
2: Yeah, it I looks think, like a Diablo. Are they going like for the, a
0: new Magicka?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the- pretty much, yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't I couldn't get into Magicka, mainly because I kept blowing myself up.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Sounds like my experience in Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs>
2: Um, currently confirmed for release on PC, although a release window has not been announced.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm sure it'll come to other platforms because Wizard of Legend was originally um, just PC, then it came into everything basically after that.
2: So this story cracked me <laughs> up today because Quantumancy yeah. the Purgatory cancelled and I was like, have we talked about this game? And I click on the link and literally two stories. Quantumancy the Purgatory announced, Quantumancy the Purgatory cancelled. <laughs>
3: we hardly knew you
2: <laughs> so i don't even know what it was about that they, they put in the buzzwords uh roguelite action rpg and development for pc
3: holy um, punk relationship this is from the eternal
0: blade. eternal blade eternal blade eternal blade developer
2: yeah but it. So i never played so i don't know because it's canceled we only had like concept art for the characters and that's about it
1: yeah it gone Yeah, the only other, um, we talked about this before we started recording, but the only other game I've seen throw in so many buzzwords is a a game called Whateverland, which is a hand-painted point-and-click adventure game with a branching dialogue system, non-linear gameplay, various endings, and unique in-game turn-based strategy sport simulator. Like, Man, they they really try to shoehorn something in there.
2: And then we've got a publish, Humble Games is publishing a game called Hashtag Blood, um, and this has an art style reminiscent (laughs) of, um. 2000s cartoons, I like uh, Dexter's Lab.
1: Yeah, that was what I immediately Mm -hmm. thought of when I saw this.
3: This this Uh, is like the only thing that really jumped out from all the news today.
2: mm
3: -hmm. Uh, Very interesting looking.
2: You're a new kid in town, uh, being the latest in an ancient bloodline of vampire hunting mages, and it's all hand-drawn and hand-drawn graphics, which is kind of neat. You're going to have... School, friends, field hockey, and fiend slang, and it's in development for PC and planned to release in 2024.
1: Yeah, this and, looks pretty cool. Like, you know, anything that looks like Dexter's Laboratory or the Powerpuff Girls, I'm I'm on I'm on board with checking it out.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I I wanna see what what's gonna go on with this too. I I love that art style. Um Solasta's Palace Vice is opening this week.
0: Oh, more D L C for that, huh?
2: Um, it is fifteen dollars. It's a Palace of Ice expansion, and it will take place following the end of the game's original campaign, and is for higher level characters. Nice. It also introduces two new races: rums and r- er, gnomes and tieflings.
0: I like that game, but I've never felt a desire to go back to it, and I don't know why.
2: Um, if you're curious about the the base game, you can check out Phil Willis's Phil Willis's review of the PC version. Um, Legend of Nayuta: Boundless Trails is heading west in September, so this is kind of a spin-off action RPG of the uh, Trails series. Jo- Josh, I believe it's sort of a sequel to Zvai, but they put in Trails characters to connect.
3: I mean, it's it's Zvai for the combat, so it's got the uh, you have the action combat where you've got one character that has melee attacks that's mapped to one button, and another you know like character that's mapped to a different button for. Uh, like ranged magic attacks. So it's that kind of Zvi combat. And then it's got like a pastiche of uh, trails on it. Like there are no actual characters that carry over, like a lot of the terminology does. And the the actual connection of Nayuta to the rest of the series is kind of like up for uh, debate among like the, 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 in the recesses of the online fandom.
1: <laughs> oh, that phantom. <laughs> <huh? laughs>
3: well, it's one of those things, like, I had thought that it was something that was just completely, you know, like, where they had just slapped Trails on there to sell it, yeah. and kind of some of the stuff that was at the very end of Cold Steel 4 kind of got me thinking, like, oh, maybe this is more connected than I thought.
2: Huh.
1: Yep, so all you have to do is invest in, uh, like, you know, 600 hours of RPGs, and you'll see the connection. <laughs> yes,
3: yeah. But the but this is like totally divorced. You don't need to have any knowledge of trails to play this. Like it's just a you know a nifty little action RPG that yeah. was one of my favorite PSP games.
2: hmm Yeah, the though the combat looks astounding. Like like yeah. they uh kinda kinda took the Ease engine and cranked it to eleven.
1: Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say this looks a lot like E seven and that's that was sort of my not my entry, but it's the entry that got me into Ease and then turned me into a Falcom fan, so, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, and I guess the original game was called Nayuta no Kiseki, so...
1: Yep. Hmm?
2: For some reason, uh, I thought separate. that the <laughs> slapping the trails was an an American thing, but I guess not.
1: No, 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 that, this was Japan.
2: Oh, no, <laughs>
1: yeah. Fal- Falcom's got, like, two IPs that are worth a damn as far <laughs> as sales go, and they, they try to make sure you know that that's what this is. <laughs>
2: Well, you can check it out on September twenty second, twenty twenty three for the PC, PS four, and Switch. And I, I think I pre ordered this when they announced first announced it like two or three years ago. So
3: it's finally coming!
2: Yay! Um, Jagged Alliance three is releasing in July, specifically on July fourteenth. Uh, it
1: wasn't exclusive- this announced like a decade ago?
2: I don't May- even know what the Jagged Alliance series is. <laughs> uh,
1: PC
3: games apparently from like late '90s, okay. which I I don't even
1: remember them. Um, I think uh, they came uh, to, or I think they came to PS2 also, if I'm remembering. I remember. Yeah. I, remember well, I, I swear, I remember selling them when I worked at GameStop.
3: I appreciated the honesty in the uh, trailer where they were like, "Oh yeah, the first game was awesome, and the second game was awesome, and then there were a bunch of
1: spinoffs, and we don't talk about them." <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that's what came to the PS2 as the offs so Then maybe that's what I'm thinking of
2: it looks very xcom
3: it does it looks I, it looks interesting anyway if if you're into that xcom sort of thing
2: uh, we've got a lords of the fallen reboot which is launching in october
1: just what we uh, needed
3: <laughs> it so- looks amazing
0: um which is weird cuz the original game was like mediocre well i guess it depends who you ask some people really liked it um, but it wasn't as well received as like Elden Ring, and this one hmm. looks incredible on an order of Elden Ring from a graphical presentation. Who knows if it'll be good? <laughs> yeah, just yeah. so and why he- is it a reboot of a game that already exists from not that long ago? Yeah, couldn't you just call it Lords of the Fallen Two? Mm-hmm.
3: They they did at one point, and Now they've come back to this.
0: Oh,
1: really? Oh. Okay. Oh, that makes every bit of sense in the world. Okay.
2: It looks so incredible. it's going to come out on October 13th. Um, there are pre-orders pre-orders for the game available, and they also have a physical collector's edition um, that comes with a physical copy of the game, a 10-inch Dark Crusader figurine, a metal display case with LED mood lighting and remote control, <laughs> a collector's steel book, a double-sided poster, a set of art cards, and a hundred-page physical art book. And okay. that mood lighting, I, I'm just reminded of the uh, Pink Floyd Pulse CD back in the day that had the blinking light. <laughs> I don't know I, why.
3: I, I think that's a new one. I don't think I've ever seen mood lighting in a collector's edition before.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a new one on me. And it might be the last time we see it, too.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't imagine this is going to be a start of a trend or anything.
2: And then finally, Monochrome Mobius is releasing on PS4 and PS5 in September. On September 5th um, in the US, and then September 8th in Europe. And this is a spinoff of the Underwater Ray Romano series. Only
3: oh, okay. T- t-
2: turn-based instead of strategy.
3: It, it's prequel, so it's Oshdor who was in the first, who was in the uh, other games. So, it's it's him before those two games.
2: Ah, uh, I see. Um, the, the gameplay looks pretty fun.
3: It does. I need to get around to playing it. I'm, I'm behind on my underwater Ray Romano.
2: Oh, you, you've played the uh, tactical games?
3: I played the first one. I haven't gotten around to the second one.
2: Ah, uh, because I have them for my PSP, or PS Vita. I just haven't had a chance to get around to them yet.
3: Anything? Very interesting story. I really like the story in the first game. And it kind of ends on a cliffhanger, and for whatever reason, I've never gotten around to them. Playing the second one.
2: Give, give me motivation to charge up the Vita again. How bet it's better <laughs> than a doornail right now.
3: It, it's. They're also out
1: on uh, Steam and they work on Steam Deck. Oh, Ooh. okay, cool. Maybe we'll just do that instead then. <laughs> I mean, granted, yes, I, I, I love my Vita, but...
3: Yeah, the tactical part's pretty good too because they, they redid when they brought the games to console. They... Uh, Contracted Sting to basically do the um, tactics part for them. Okay so, the, okay. so the tactics is pretty decent too.
1: Okay. And then, yeah, it, 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 a lot of people, Josh, I right, trust your opinion on tactics because yeah, I mean that was kind of how we sort of became friends. Is you know <laughs> you, you and Jonathan kept saying uh, tactics over is better than Final Fantasy tactics, and I was like, I want to be these two guys' best friends now. Guy, <laughs> it's like the only two people in the world who feel this way. I feel like sometimes. I I'm.
2: Ch- chicken the taco bell commercial why not both
1: hmm. <laughs> oh no I, don't I get like, me wrong i i like final fantasy tactics i just i just think or tactics ogre is just leaps and bounds better personally but
2: i i, I feel like my, my opinion is like, like my cats i like i can't pick favorite a favorite because i like them for different reasons
1: mm. oh see i totally pick favorites that's fine for me <laughs>
0: <laughs> your cats have picked a favorite
1: yeah it, it ain't me <laughs> i can tell you that
3: I'm nobody's favorite. In fairness, we do at least have a definitive version of Tactics Ogre. We don't of Final Fantasy Tactics. Like, sure there we is do. No, there Just is no. There is no like. Here's the version of Tactics or Final Fantasy Tactics to play. Like you know, the PS1
1: and the PSP versions both have their own like pluses and minuses. Yeah, yeah. The PS1s is mostly the, trying to grasp the story because <laughs> that translation was a little rough around the edges.
3: I need to go through the the huge uh, like fan hacks of the PS one version where they've hacked in like the the PSP parts, but you get the gameplay from PS one. Okay. you know, like there are some people out there who have tried to create a
1: definitive version of it. I need to yeah. think through those sometime. I um, am really amazed Square has not really done more with Final Fantasy Tactics because it's like tactic. I mean, okay, this was before Square, um, you know, scooped up. Um, I don't even remember how they ended up owning tactics Ogre in the first place, but, um, you know, like tactics Ogre was on the super Famicom, and, um, then the PlayStation, then the Saturn with voice acting, which was the, a weird choice. Um, you know, and, and then the PSP and now, you know, switch, uh, PS4 and PS5 and PC. So it's like, okay. And if you want to play final fantasy tactics, you can either play PS one, uh, PSP or mobile. <laughs> Amazingly you know, the mobile you, one still works Thank goodness
3: fingers crossed I, I was going to say you just jinxed it Good job Josh <laughs> it,
0: it You honestly, just broke it
2: It honestly makes me wonder if Tactics Ogre sold well And if they Or how well Tactics Ogre sold And if they want to recapture that with uh, Final Fantasy Tactics
3: I don't know like all the, all the stuff All the tea leaves coming from you know Like the financial report sounds like that uh, Square is going to be transitioning more towards uh, like you know big triple a releases rather than yeah. their 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 last year or two where they've been doing lots of you know smaller stuff has not done well for them. I did my part. I bought
1: three copies of Tactics Ogre. So <laughs> I even got the new Star Ocean. I tried to help. Yeah I did too. I, I even I think I talked about it on my very first podcast here and yeah blee. <laughs> hey, it's Star Ocean. What do you want? Uh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I I wanted what I thought I was getting at first, which was, um, you know, the voice actors not taking it very seriously. And then it turns out, no, they are. Ugh. <laughs> I wanted them to be in on the joke. Yeah, and apparently it, it seemed like it at first. And then it's like, oh, no, this is just bad. OK.
2: <laughs> well, we know uh, Final Fantasy 16 is going to sell like gangbusters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, just, that,
1: that might even get me to get a PS5, for God's sakes. I mean, I, I, I still want to remodel because I, I you know, I, I don't live in a huge house, but I, you know, I a, there's only so much room I have in the house, and the PS5 is, uh, you know. The, the <laughs>
3: PS5 gigantic. does not look good anywhere you put it.
1: No, I mean, no. I, I'm wondering if I can put it outside, maybe in a little box, and this way <laughs> nobody
2: sees it. To- I mean, Vaughn bought one uh, several months ago and has not installed it yet because we cannot figure out a place to put it in our entertainment center upstairs. Jeez, like, That's it how unwieldy
1: Yeah, Yep, that was, I, I did the same thing. I was looking at measurements of it. I'm like, oh, this doesn't fit in anything I have. <laughs> okay, cool. Ooh. But the Xbox Series X does, so I guess I'll just do that.
2: Uh, I, of course, Square is the same people that whined about Tomb Raider not selling well and it made oh, like, what, God. six million?
1: I, I know. Know. Yeah, you know, and come to think of it, with Tactics Ogre, sorry to get us off track here, um, but with um, Final Fantasy Tactics, you remember War of the Lions came out before Tactics Ogre, mm-hmm. and we've gotten Tactics Ogre since then, and we haven't gotten anything Final Fantasy Tactics. So that makes me wonder if ta- if Final Fantasy Tactics just didn't sell well, and that's we haven't seen it. Like you would think, figure like it piggybacks off the Final Fantasy tech ta- or Final Fantasy name, it should just kind of do well based on that but then like tactics ogre is like hey here's a thing that looks like a super super nintendo game just on your psp with some you know slightly better um you know like background art and stuff um you want to play this instead oh wow more people want to play this apparently which again for me uh that's the superior game but you would figure with final the final fantasy name attached to it that should just sell better than tactics ogre does and i wonder if that maybe that's the problem like it
3: just you know, it's almost corporate think like, well, the Final Fantasy game should sell more units and thus, you know, it didn't sell enough on the PSP. Therefore, we, we shouldn't sell it and they have
1: lower expectations for something. Yeah. Like tactics that's a good that's a good point.
2: Or, or you have people like my parents back in the day when I went to go went to go rent Final Fantasy Tactics and they were like, well, that, that's just a strategy guide. You're not getting that like, <laughs> mom, no, it's a separate game.
1: <laughs> love it oh god it's like yeah yeah we're gonna pay 60 dollars for a disc that's a strategy guide for final fantasy
2: <laughs> i mean i, I joke that. i joke about that and then found out that Vaughn's parents did the same thing to him and it's like okay i'm glad i'm not alone in this weird little bit of video game history
1: so you two are meant for each other totally <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's like the only two people on the earth that, that happened it. to and it's like you found each other it's awesome <laughs>
2: I, I guess side question of the week. Did your parents think Final Fantasy Tactics was a strategy guide?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You know what? Screw my question. That's way better.
2: <laughs> uh, no, yours is better.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, should... so I, I have a confession to make. When I uh, first played Final Fantasy Tactics, I had rented it, and my brother and I were banging our head against the wall trying to figure out how to get through that first fight, not realizing you can add in more characters. <laughs> So we just had Renz in there and I was like how are you supposed to do this horse shit? I give up. And, and then uh yeah, like we rented it again a few weeks later like oh, you can put more kit. That's how this works. Okay.
2: Yeah, it was I the, felt no, real real dumb. Notoriously not very noob friendly. Ew. Uh, you can tell it's a slow release week. I mean everybody wanted to get out of the way of Breath of the Wild is anything coming out?
0: Yeah here's what we got for you yeah, a star movie. trek adventure game which looks like <laughs> it might be terrible called star trek resurgence coming out this week um the trailer originally from two years ago looks much better than the more recent footage so should be interesting that's
1: being very kind when you say might be terrible
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> the lord of the rings Gollum is an, another adventure game coming out this week but you know it's lord of the rings so that's a uh rpg right
1: Sure, of course. This Cassette
0: was- Beasts is hitting Switch, Xbox One, and Series X. Um, People
1: Monst- like that, right? Yeah, I think so. Monster. An- oh, you know what? That's another one I bounced off of. So, yeah, I played it for like 10 hours, and I was like, I think I'm done with this. I don't know if I like it. Mm. Aww.
0: Monster Menu, the Scavenger's Cookbook might be for you. That's from a Niponichi software game. That's for PS4 and 5 and Switch and then Mia- miasma chronicles is out this week as is fairy fencer f refrain chord, which is that very mm. offensive that,
1: Miasma Chronicles every time it comes up it makes me think of the, I think it's like me, me, I forget but it's a PSP RPG that came out and it's like it's a tactical RPG
2: I know which one you're talking about and I played it and there was a very weird game that ended on a cliffhanger that we never got
0: oh well of course it did <laughs> which one Miasma or oh the other no, one mi, okay, mi, okay mi, the one that makes mi, them I think can't. Mi, 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 I give up it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah.
2: I cannot pronounce it, but yeah. It, it. Believe it or not, that game was more like a, a Tales of game with the action combat. Just terrible. And I don't know why I finished that game.
1: <laughs> because you were looking for something to do on your PSP?
2: Ooh. Yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah. PSP
0: yeah, games. Know, kind of everyone's like favorite it. hobby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen to it. were, were. Whir, whir. That's how you know that game is pushing that PSP to the limit, because that UMD is... Like spin spin spin
2: yep load times were terrible
1: boy when uh, tactics over got out of the vita that made things a lot easier <laughs> it's like oh this loads a lot faster because i not listen to a disc sitting there spinning all
0: right and
2: uh, yeah yeah we don't have any um editor- yeah no
1: editorial stuff yeah, yeah yeah yeah. but there <sighs> was a like, cassette beasts review or did that come out last week that no, was, no, was that last, was week. last oh, week That was last. Week. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah, I everybody's think... playing uh, Zelda,
1: right? Um, yeah, pretty much. I, I might be going back or to bouncing to the past. <laughs> 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 just to, just to, just to, You know, as the question thing goes, like, just trying to get myself back into like a, Okay, I need to like recenter myself and just I don't know. Like I said, I, I want I want to like Tears Tears of the Kingdom, but he's just I am not, <laughs> and I I don't know. It it's probably just me.
3: There's nothing wrong with bouncing off a game, man.
2: Mm-hmm. especially if it's not driving with you. But
1: there's so few games out. What am I going to do?
2: <laughs> Sorry. Um, our, our question of the week this week is, what do you do when you're in a gaming funk? Uh, like I said, my, my go-to is to go, to go to a game that I love the crap out of and try to refill the magic. Um, but your mileage may vary. Some people just kind of take a break and go do something else i've
1: been reading a lot more i have chewed through like three books in the last like few weeks and um i, I do it while listening to vinyl <laughs> so oh there you go and it's all and video game music things. so i don't know if that helps
0: <laughs> all right so with that write us in uh and you can also load up the we- our website www.rpgamer.com and from there you can get the show and you leave a comment in the show thread. And you can go to Twitch, slash rpgamer and subscribe and watch YouTube stuff. Or YouTube stuff. Twitch stuff all week long! Because we do Twitch streams. And I don't know what's up next on our Twitch stream. Because our schedule's all weird now. But um, just stay tuned and be alerted. And get the notifications. And then you too can enjoy RPG goodness. Uh, like watching Peter play all this Crisis Core stuff. Or Anna do something because every time it seems like a different game lately, so... Um,
1: yeah, she finally stopped playing Tactics Ogre. So. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, last time was Persona 3 Portable, which was cool. And then I brought up Koromaru Plushie for her to, to hold while she played. So, Aww. yeah. <laughs> <Cute. laughs> Alright, with that we're going to call it. Uh, right in, answer the question of the week. What's your game fun game funk game or your, uh, your palate cleanser game? And we'll see you next time right here. Twitch.tv slash RPGamer or RPGcast on your favorite podcast store.
1: Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Getting tacos. Goodbye. No exploration in Metroid.